you got to wake up, you know, yeah. you're a billionaire and we get it because you're a billionaire. You act like that. Welcome to episode 139. This episode of 2 we talk about K protects its pop, Selena returns, and Anton meets the low five. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Dewan. My question to you, Anton, now that the second wave is happening, uh, have you been seeing more people What second wave? Of, of COVID? You know, that, that pandemic? That, that, oh, yeah. That small, well, small here in story. Florida, we, we don't know anything about that because we, we don't have any lockdowns. We only have one lockdown. Uh, well, it, it is a Trump state here in Florida, so we don't really have any second lockdown yet. Um, yeah, yeah. But I know in California, the, the lockdown has been pretty pretty uh intense this time around because a lot of people are taking it very very um highly of uh you know especially small businesses you know uh they don't have enough funding for the small mm-hmm. businesses so it, it's gonna yeah. take them out of business yeah uh actually starting tonight uh a new law kind of started the safe safer at home safe at home? i think it's safe at home uh which is Pretty much as restricted as the original one was back in March. Um, pretty much no everything closes, no going out unless mm-hmm. like I think grocery stores are, are, are allowed to open, but for limited capacity, essential businesses. Yeah. Um but I asked because uh Thanksgiving, my Martha's uh dad had uh was feeling a little under the weather. And oh, uh we're like Oh, you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Just, you know, cold. I'm like, all right, fine. Um, and then the family's still kind of concerned, but he's like, yeah, you know what? It's, he's he's fine, whatever. Uh, finally, he was getting a uh, fever, a high fever on Sunday. So they kind of forced him to get a test to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, came, he said it came back negative. I'm like, okay, well, well. Like maybe did he it do is a rapid test or did he uh, do Yeah, like rapid a, test. Okay. Rapid test. Rapid test uh, is not very accurate, by the way. <laughs> well... So, um, yeah, the next day or the next morning, uh, he apparently got an email saying he needs to get retested. Mm. Later that day, Martha's mm-hmm. mom lost her sense of smell. Oh, crap. Yeah. Uh, right away, because they, they even did a test. Like, she, like they sprayed perfume under her arm. Um, Martha and her brother can smell it from across the room. Martha's mom cannot smell it at all. That's uh, crazy because, like... <sighs> I don't know how it is with like family members. Do you spread it very easily because you're so close to them, you know, or is uh, it? I mean, it, it is a risk because you're, you're mm-hmm. you know, you're around them. You're, you're talking to something. Like so right away, like as soon as that happened, they took her to get a rapid test and it came back positive. Considering that she doesn't go out at all. Uh, like she she's the only one in the household that really just stays at home. Rarely mm-hmm. goes out. Maybe she'll go out once every two weeks, whatever, just to the store. Um we're fairly certain her dad tested po- not not tested positive, but we think he got an inconclusive result, and he took that as negative. So Tuesday, that that like that, that we found I found that out Tuesday, uh, and that's like what I told you, like that I told right when I told you I'm gonna start reading the book right now, like start re- like try to finish the book right now. Mm-hmm. Moments after I said that, yeah, Martha called me upset, told me what happened, and then uh, after we found that it was positive, we started kind of researching like we're not researching but we started you know uh planning out how we were gonna handle this um luckily they have a spare room in the back 
Like in the backyard, they have like a separate room that was intended to be an office. So the mom can stay there. The dad is staying quarantined in his room because even though they both have COVID, the dad seems to be more severe, but not like life threatening. Mm -hmm. So we don't want her to get further exposed. Um, And then I had to, well, me and Martha coordinated uh, through our doctors, the test. uh, And I just texted you the results that I got on Thursday morning. Okay. Um, Okay. Did you do the rapid test as well? No, I did the regular test. Okay, uh, good. Yeah, Kaiser uh, just uh, gave, it, it, they were telling me three to five days to find the results. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the they, more accurate one right now. Yeah, and and it made me feel better. They did they didn't just do the 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 nose. The, I mean, the brain picker mm-hmm. uh, or the the, the brain uh, stabber. Uh, they also did like the. <laughs> I, I it threw me off because she's like, "All right, open your mouth." I'm like, "Why?" She goes, "I'm gonna swab the back of your throat." I'm like, "My head, mom." What? I always feel like it was a nostril. So she did like the left side of my throat, then the right side of my throat. Uh, and then she says, okay, now the nose. Same Q-tip. I'm like, oh, that's kind of gross. But at the same time, I don't know why it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's it's yeah. the same freaking tunnel. Like, it's, I don't know. It, mentally, it's weird, but mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine came back negative. Martha <laughs> as and brothers not came back negative. The nose first and then your mouth. I that know. I weird. know. That, that's what I think. Like, okay, <laughs> that would be weird. That way. <laughs> um, yeah. So Martha and her brother, they both tested negative. So really, it's just about, you know, taking care of the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, that was uh, a scary couple of days there. And like, that's, you know, it, it's frustrating. And then uh, as I was telling my coworker the day on Wednesday, what happened um she was kind of teasing me about like oh like because i was kind of scared about the nose picking because i'm like what if i sneeze what if, you know <laughs> i'm not scared it's gonna hurt i'm just scared how uncomfortable it's gonna be and like what if i sneeze and all of a sudden like the 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 the, empl- the employees freak out like oh no mass contamination mass contamination <laughs> <laughs> um that, that's so, the best way to let everybody know that you have it yeah um and then uh so so late as I'm waiting for the test, or I was like, it's it's kind of cool the way I set it up. Uh, it's very efficient. I was kind of like, you know what? I'm happy if I had to get tested. I'm happy I'm getting tested now because uh, they 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 figured out how they want the traffic to flow. They have mm-hmm. two lanes going, three cars at a time getting tested. It's it's mm-hmm. very efficient. It's a long ass line, but it's efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they've been doing it for so long, so. They should yeah, exactly. be they good have, at this point. Exactly. They they yeah. they have the they have the rhythm down. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like there's like a little ramp going down. It's like a they they converted their part of their their parking structure into the COVID testing. Mm-hmm. So as you're waiting in line to like to go down the ramp, they take your Kaiser information. They take all that. So by the time that you are up next in line, they already have everything filled out. They have your test tubes labeled. Everything. They just have a you know they just test you and move you on your way. Mm-hmm um but yeah so as i get i got home and then my my coworker said like oh how was it i'm like oh, i was good i'm like that's gonna make my head all i mean i'm close to her but i'm like huh nice of her to follow up and i just wait until the next morning turns out her mother tested positive oh no <laughs> dude this week at yeah. least uh three people that i know got ex- got got exposed in some way see that's um, the thing about like turkey day every a lot of family yeah. members who don't see each other for a very long time yeah get together so yeah. it, it's not a big surprise to a lot of people uh and i don't think you were surprised because there's so many people gathering uh for that yeah that week well the thing is for for turkey day it was only four of us six of us six of us two kids mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i was the only outsider 
So in my head, I'm kind of like, I'm happy I'm not the one exposed the Man, family. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I was at a turkey day party. Um, yeah. And there was way too many people there. There's at least uh, 30. But mm-hmm. there's no, no one in the state that is saying that you can't do this. So yeah. in California, I mean, the numbers are, are rising uh exponentially so 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 funny thing so when i found out tuesday my, mm-hmm. my first thought was oh i need to tell my brother because my brother comes over on tuesdays to yeah. do laundry mm-hmm. uh and there's sometimes when I, I, i'll go out to get something to eat when i come back my brother and my sister-in-law are in my room watching tv mm-hmm. so i want to make sure they don't just you know walk into my room mm-hmm. uh like not knowing what hey, they're walking what's into. Happening? <laughs> no uh. no get away <laughs> I don't do this as often, brother, but give me a hug now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I, I let him know. And <laughs> <laughs> guess where he was? Where hit? Where him and his? What him and his wife were doing? Uh, when I when I when I told him? Where? where? Downtown Disney. Oh, they were hosting the his wife's uh, cousin, two mm-hmm. cousins. I forgot what it was. Some some out of state family was visiting, and they were just pl- playing tour guide taking them to downtown disney and i <laughs> well at brother, least like, the thing about downtown disney is they do oh, uh you know checks and everything so they do that's... checks and and he was telling me they are so strict mm-hmm. like my, my my sister-in-law i guess like she uh she lowered her mask to take a take a bite of her hot dog or ice cream if it was and right away security came up to her saying you have to put the mask back on and she goes but i just want to eat the mask back on like okay I'm like, the, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. You don't mess with Disney. Disney's Disney on the game, will, dude. Disney will make you disappear. Yeah. yeah, Disney will make you disappear. <laughs> like, you'll you'll get pulled into the shadows, and all of a sudden you're in the parking lot going, "Wait, how am I in front of my car? Where was? Where am I?" <laughs> they have secret tunnels like, everywhere, man. It's like a Disney uh, Men in Black, basically. There's agents <laughs> everywhere. You just don't know it. They're like, it's like hiding those, in the snacks and everything. <laughs> it's like those cheesy like ninja movies. They just yeah. pop out, smoke, yeah. <laughs> smoke bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, you uh, don't you don't even know where you are. Like you said, yeah. in front of your car, you don't even know it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dude, so luckily, uh, her her dad is recovering. He still has a cough, but like the 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 worst of his symptoms are are going away. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom isn't really getting severe symptoms. Knock on wood. Um, her sense of smell came back the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brian really, Cranston, right now she's just Brian Cranston right, said that. Um, he still doesn't have his smell back mm-hmm. yet, and it's been that's a what, long time. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I read. That it could take uh, up to three to six months that's to crazy. to regain your some of your senses. Um, yeah, that's that's about. So I told I told my mom like that's amazing. Like that's that you know, she lost her sense of taste or sense of smell, and like but then but the next day she got it back when others are taking forever. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with like the cough. That cough can linger for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about this real quick. You probably oh. read a lot about it because you're more of a science guy. So, um, but I'm not Bill. So, <laughs> so the vaccines itself, right? Yes. This time around, it is uh, RNA. Mm-hmm. So this is the one of the first times they, they've ever done a vaccine uh, of mass production with mm-hmm. this type of uh, um, formula. Uh, yeah. they've always done, you know, just regular vaccines with like, you know, different types of, uh, um, um, synthetic medicine or something like that. But this mm-hmm. time around, this is something that can, uh, alter your DNA basically. 
not alter your DNA, but I think it, it, it your body can absorb it better or yeah. process it better. What do you think about like, because uh, I know a lot of people have been biohacking uh, and oh. using, you know, those injections with the yeah, RNA the CRISPR, and stuff like that. Yeah, the CRISPR yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's dangerous. That is another reason why uh, a lot of uh, um, biologists and biochem uh, freak out at that because it's, yes, it makes it easier for us to create vaccines and it, it makes it easier for us to, um, you know, break down different types of uh, pathogens or cancers to for us to understand it better and hopefully try to use... In this case, it, it seems like they probably turned... Um, they changed the DNA of uh, the COVID virus. Um mm-hmm to make to make a vaccine out of it um but in the wrong hands or in the in poorly controlled hands what what the what a dirty bomb is to the nuclear bomb that was dropped over hiroshima somebody could you know a terrorist group can make a bioweapon out of the smallpox out of you know um out of the a, a plague a plague sample Mm-hmm. Um, just by tweaking it a little bit and putting in something that makes it more rigid. That's why. That's one reason why people thought that that COVID was um, a man cr- uh, created by humans because the way it behaved, it, it was too perfect to spread. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're talking about a virus that could not show symptoms for up to 14 days, and you know you have at least a week's worth of cont- you know time that you're contaminating people. Yeah, and so it's crazy because, like, you know, um, making this vaccine uh, with uh, RNA properties, I, th- I think that you know it, it brings up a whole different um, uh, spectrum of you know what what's to come in the future when it comes to yeah. more vaccines or if other people are going to be doing more stuff with RNA because um, you know we've seen so many things that people abuse. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to. Uh, make their body, you know, um, like a super mutated human, you know, um, mm-hmm. let's say you cut your finger, you want to grow your finger back. So you take, you know, some of the DNA from, well, uh, you know, whatever uh, creature and create a RNA sample, you know. Well, yeah, not just that, but it's being used by, well, kind of what the experiments that Russia and we suspect the United States was doing back in the Cold War was trying to create a super soldier. Mm hmm. If you and 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 to extend to that, even like a, to a moderate moderate version of that, uh, mm-hmm. parents being able to control what type of kid they want to have. Uh, you know, if you want, you know, certain you want dimples to blue show eyes. up, you want curly hair, <laughs> yeah, blue yeah. eyes. You know, mm-hmm. you can you can you can tailor that. You know, if they're if they're already doing say um, IVF treatment where let the the everything is being done outside of the womb, they can just inject the DNA the the, the traits that they want. Um, the way they want it and i think they call it um uh not catalog babies uh i forgot what it was i made to order babies or something like that i forgot what it was mm-hmm. but yeah like that's and that's the thing though like what are we screwing up by doing that like it, uh, on the face it looks like oh that's great you can take out the uh <laughs> deformities that can that can cause you know yeah. that can cause certain like like down syndrome you can take out certain things that can cause the baby harm Mm-hmm. But then if you're trying to weed out certain things, what are we inadvertently causing down the road? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing about, you know, playing uh, God. You can't really do that. Oh, yeah, very that. much so. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it kind of gives a, a big, uh, you know, argument there between that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so to wrap things up um, for, for this segment, it's basically, uh, for me, I think this, it, this is going to be a start of something new. Uh, we've never really done this 
territory of making vaccines super fast. And the only way we can do it super fast is by doing the RNA style. Um, well, th- that and also it shows you how much bureaucracy there is in the FDA, uh, yeah. you know, because there, there's certain vaccines or, or, or uh, medicines that are out there that yeah. I've heard can last three years pending FDA approval. Like the, mm-hmm. it's just sitting in a, in a filing cabinet until mm-hmm. get, they get to it or they get funding for it. Yeah, this one they need now. <laughs> Look how oh, many no. people have, have died from it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's good that we have this. That's all I'm saying right now. Um, yeah. This is uh, all going to end so, soon. So I, I made two notes and, and, and I'll try to wrap up for this. So uh, mm-hmm. first one, and I called this one back in the summer, uh, a Hawaii couple that knew they had COVID before flying. Uh, they still boarded a flight anyways and were arrested immediately after landing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that I called. And I think to the, the next step I said what happened was uh, if somebody does get sick or dies uh, as uh, because of that, that well, I guess um, misbehavior, mm-hmm. um, negligence, negligence, that they can get sued. I'm just waiting for that next step. But I, I predicted this one. Um, and the other thing that's kind of cool is uh, George George A. Bush, Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton, and uh, Barack Obama have all volunteered to take the vaccine to prove that it's safe. That's kind of cool of them. Publicly kind of throwing the it out there. Yeah, that's funny. But mm-hmm. um, I was going through the comments. I was waiting for. Uh, I was waiting to see like, oh, I want to see people try to call out Trump or whatever. I'm like, at the same time, you can't though because he's already caught it. He already has the antibodies, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure he can use that. Uh, the other thing too is, uh, as much as people like seeing the leadership or you know people in power uh, take the vaccine instead of using lower class people or the 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 plebes take the vaccine first <laughs> mm-hmm. uh is it looks bad it it, it kind of looks like oh the 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 rich and powerful want the vaccine first before the the poor and the unprivileged oh, there mm-hmm. you go um now yeah, i look at them they're all broken out you're right <laughs> <laughs> all right anton that's all i have for covid i, I know it's we, it, w- this is the story that people hate that are starting to hate more and more but uh i figured once the second wave was coming it seems like it seems to be hitting closer to home this time around yeah uh, <laughs> dude it's like two back to back two holidays so you know i don't know how the the whole christmas thing's gonna go i think yeah. I, mostly uh, if people have you know experiences like you how you have more uh people that you know that's infected probably during the holidays they'll stay home and just accept their presence through the mail or something you know yeah <laughs> i, I mean that's kind of the diff- only way to do it I mean, kind of what I've been doing for you for like your birthday and Christmas is just Amazon mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's not gift wrap, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all that matters, dude. Exactly. It's in the box. You yeah, you open it. So I picked it out for you. Got delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, real quick, I uh, you know this is still part of the the week update. Okay. Um, so Julie and I, my wife and I, have joined. Oh, no, <laughs> we have joined the Peloton family oh god wait <laughs> uh, the bike yeah the bike okay don't they have a treadmill yeah. too now something like that yeah they have a treadmill also yeah, yeah. but we we went with the bike because it was easy to maintain yeah. all that stuff yeah. um we ordered it about three sorry three weeks ago uh-huh. and they finally delivered it uh last uh i think it was like wednesday 
Mm-hmm. Wednesday or Thursday. I mean, yes. still probably shorter wait than you would have if you ordered it back in the summer or in the springtime because mm-hmm. they were sold out for a while. Yeah. So if you were to buy the Bike Plus, which is their newest bike, mm-hmm. uh, you would have to wait at least over a month. Um, yeah. The bike that we bought is their their uh, the original version of the bike. The, the only difference model. is they have automatic resistance adjustment so let's say you take uh, the based class, on the right? class yeah yeah based on the class if they're changing the resistance it changes it automatically but this mm-hmm. one uh because it's a classic one you have to manually turn it and it's not that hard to turn it no right it's there. not yeah, yeah. and so. and really i think that's more um discipline because mm-hmm. i think the people exactly. that, that, that the people that aren't disciplined that like, they kind of cheat themselves that they probably need the other one um, mm-hmm. How much is how much is the membership? Because I know it's a uh, per uh, month. The thing. membership isn't that bad. Uh, it's probably about thirty dollars a month. Uh, but that's is there we, a, we have a family account, so it's yeah, uh, it's 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 uh yeah, two of us. Yeah, but um, overall, I mean, the bike itself it is expensive. Um, but the quality of everything that you get from Peloton, mm-hmm. they make really good products. They have well, a I mean, really good uh team of um ed- educators they have mm-hmm. uh some of the best technical service like they, these are personal peloton guys that would come and bring the bike to you and install it for you mm-hmm. and if there's anything wrong with it within the first year if you bought the um the warranty or the extended warranty they still come and fix it or whatever yeah. um yeah, these guys do a really good job. And uh, yeah, everything so far, I feel like it's top-notch quality. And I yeah. think that's why they're so good at what the, they do. The the Apple of uh, of workout equipment. Yeah. Um, oh, so how many how many accounts per for the family? Four? I think uh, the one that we bought, um, it, I think you can have up to four, but you would have to buy like the extra shoes and all that stuff. The one that we oh. bought, it comes with two sets of everything. I, I, I did hear that. Uh, I don't know if you have to pay extra or if they just send you like a monthly t-shirt or something. I don't know how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just to promote themselves. Like, okay, if they include it in the membership, I think that's smart. Because really, the, mm-hmm. the, if they mass produce shirts, probably like, what, two bucks a shirt? Five bucks a shirt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just include that membership. Um, no, that's cool. I mean, it's not. I mean, it sounds pricey, but I mean, if you think the price of a membership for a gym mm-hmm. for for two people, yeah, it's it a deal. pays itself over five years. Oh, I'll talk to you when Elias is six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm sure that's good too. Especially uh, right now with a uh, you know limited limited uh venue. Well, even if COVID wasn't a thing. You being you guys being new parents, I'm sure going out isn't a frequent thing anymore. No, that that's yeah. the only reason why I pulled the trigger for Peloton, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people pulled the trigger because of that. <laughs> you know, that either uh, they can't go anywhere, they don't want to go anywhere, but they want to work out. This is the yeah. only choice. I mean, you can get a treadmill and stuff like that. I was looking to you know into other. Um, programs too besides peloton like mm-hmm. the schwinn schwinn bikes are really good um but they s- still say that you know peloton always wins uh, if you were to compare the two 
I mean, they're yeah. both very superior products. Well, and also the personalization of like the workouts, different, you know, the, yeah. the, the classes available. And there's mm-hmm. a, like a social aspect to it, right? You, you can kind of mm-hmm. compete with friends and family that have Peloton too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's cool. All right. All right, Anton. Let's, Let's break get into the, the headline news. news. All right. Headline news here. First one starting here. BTS saved. Uh, South Korea has changed its law to postpone military service. Uh, military conscript services uh, can now be postponed until age 30 uh, to protect other, not protect, but will protect uh, K-pop stars like BTS. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool um, because most of the pop stars that are in their prime usually have to go and serve in the army when you're in mm-hmm. South Korea. Yeah. Um, well, that's one of the things that was very controversial back in the days. Um, in the early 2000s, there was this uh, really famous uh, K-pop star. Uh, his name is uh, Steve Yoon. Uh, Steve Yoon. Um, Steve Yu, sorry. Oh. Y-O-O. Steve Yu. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about this guy is he got so popular that they made him go and uh, um, jo- uh, serve in the army. But the thing is that he has dual citizenship. He lives uh, in California. But uh, he went to Korea because he wanted to make a career out of himself. Mm-hmm. And because he was there, they said, hey, you, you have a lot of Korean pride. You, you've done a lot. You've inspired a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now, you're one of us. You should serve your, uh, your time in, in South Korea. Um, mm-hmm. and he would be like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll go ahead and do that when, uh, sure, the buddy. time's right. Yeah. So when it came, uh, to a couple years later when he, you know, was at the peak of his, uh, career, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, yeah, it's that you're at that age. You got to go now or else you, you're, you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? Bails. Goes back to California and just stays there. <laughs> so it's very controversial. This, this whole thing. Um, and it kind of sucks for a lot of, uh, stars too, when they know that they, they made, they, they can do so much more in their prime years as, uh, K-pop artists, yeah. they end up going there. So they, they, they can't really, you know, do anything. They can't avoid it, mm-hmm. but you know, um, for them to add, you know, adjust this and put it, you know, a little later, it makes a lot more sense for a lot of these stars because, um, a lot of them, when they come back from from the army, there's so many That's new same. artists already. So yeah, it, it hurts well, them in a way. Well, well, the pop world is it moves so fast. I think like six months, and the whole trend can be switch can totally shift to something else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I I forgot that South Korea had uh, mandatory military service for its citizens. <laughs> um, I just I really just knew of uh, Israel. Israel had a had a required military service, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I get it. Like South Korea has limited population, and they still need a military force, um, especially because they're having like that Cold War with with North Korea. Yeah, um, right there, dude. Yeah, it's that ceasefire. I'm sorry, they, they have a current mm-hmm. ceasefire, so they're technically still at war. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And really, at age thirty, like, you have plenty of time. I think I think by that point, the K-pop stars will. <laughs> either have a full career or they will uh they realize oh it's over all right well let's just knock out this military service then mm-hmm. it's only men 
Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't of, do it for women. Oh, yeah. No, for Israel, women, mm-hmm. too. The women have to. Yeah. Uh, Gal all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of service, emotional support animals. Uh, U.S. official uh, U.S. ruling officially bans emotional support animals uh, from airplanes. Only service dogs will be permitted on planes, and only with proper paperwork that has to be submitted in advance of a flight. This story has so been a long time. This has that been a long time so coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, but part of it too is also it's a lot of um, legal. Uh, uh, careful walking that you need to do for this one because um, part of the American Disabilities Act, you can't treat anybody with any type of mental or physical um, disability any mm-hmm. differently. It, you know, and if they experience any different exper- uh, service or, or experience, um, they can be against. They can be going against uh, that that act. So that's why you are not allowed to ask. For proof of uh, their paperwork for for service dogs, if you see them, if you see them in a store that or a restaurant where they don't allow pets or animals, mm-hmm. um, the, the the restaurant can ask that person for proof that you know that's a real service dog. That's why the people with the, they just put on a vest on. I think the 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 worst I saw was a peacock on a plane. <laughs> uh, I've heard parrots uh, and of course dogs, cats, or whatever that are just running amok. Um, so I. I was I read the comments on the, on this story because I'm like, oh, I want to see the people that are trying to so, uh, that are trying to protect the a holes that are that are breaking the law, not breaking the law, but you know, taking advantage of the mm-hmm. of the rules. Mm-hmm. Nothing but positiveness about it, dude. <laughs> One of the few times on social media that I saw every comment from like I, I scrolled down a bit, dude. Everything was hearts, thumbs up, cheers. Everything was like positive. I'm like, damn. Because so many people abuse it for so long, you know, like yeah. uh, people just say, hey, I have a service dog. But r- realistically, it's not like 100% trained to be like a service no, dog. They're not. just trained to be emotional there just to, you know. Yeah. For for those that don't realize how hard it is for a service dog to to graduate and become a service dog. Uh, if you have Disney Plus, and I think it's on Hulu now, too. Uh, mm-hmm. watch pick of the litter and it yeah, shows the process mm-hmm. yeah it shows the process from the from the breeding right from the breeding the, the two parents have to be have the right traits to begin with um and then that right from the puppy right, right as soon as uh they're, they're able to walk they start as- assessing them to see which ones are able to even be candidates and i feel then, like i'm watching american idol or something when i watch in that. a way yeah for real because because <laughs> yeah. the show follows like certain dogs and i mean the show doesn't know which one's going to graduate which one's going to make it through mm-hmm. uh so you start seeing some of the dogs fail some of them for for you know really understandable reasons like there's one that the dog would get nervous uh around certain sounds mm-hmm. and like you you know like your service dog your, your job is to uh, alert your owner to danger so he can't you know run away to certain sounds you know mm-hmm it's so uh, sad though like when you see the dogs they don't they don't make a certain uh, expectation yeah like, you know pop up and they don't pop up uh, yeah or they get distracted <laughs> yeah they get uh, career change yeah uh yeah, it's so but also too with these dogs the the, the it's a double-edged sword because they're smart mm-hmm. so 
I think there was one that I saw where the, the dog, as soon as the owner left and they knew the dog knew they were alone, they grabbed the shoe and jumped on the bed and started not only not only was chewing on the shoe, but they were on the bed where they know they aren't allowed. And as soon as the owner came back, they were off of it and they like they try to act like they didn't they did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, dude. So I, I'm I'm happy for this. So no more chaos or no more hope well, you'll still see people fighting it, but uh, at least for the airlines. Uh, mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a problem anymore. Yeah. All right. Let's get a little bit geeky, Anton. Hashtags right. save Daredevil. Uh, that was trending last weekend. Uh, so fans of uh, Daredevil that was on Netflix uh, have been campaigning to bring back the show now that the rights for the movie and TV uh, properties or rights uh, have reverted back to Marvel. So nice. fans want uh marvel to either bring back daredevil for more seasons or give it some uh big screen time mm-hmm. but they still want charlie cox to come back and yes well he yeah, was, he's he was one good of the people, yeah he was one of the people that was supporting the the hashtag mm-hmm. yeah i'd be down for it that was a good show it's, mm-hmm. it, it, and for for uh the 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 poor experience that people had when uh oh, what's his name uh oh my god freaking batman uh ben affleck ben affleck uh when he played daredevil <laughs> like for, for people to kind of get over that that trauma and give him a and give this guy a fair shot and get one over it it's it's awesome mm-hmm. i mean i think we geeked out about the fight scenes <laughs> yeah. the, like the long the long it's funny shots. how long this hashtag has been trending uh or has been used uh remember oh you weren't there i was standing in line just to try to get into the marvel panel Mm-hmm. And I missed it. Uh, but anyways, throughout the day, they were handing out these uh, sticks. And on it, it says, Save Daredevil. Oh. Yeah. Um, so. Like the walking Since sticks? Since last year. Last or year. Or like just regular sticks? What's that? Like walking sticks or like regular sticks? Uh, it, no. <laughs> it was just <laughs> one of those uh, popsicle sticks with the oh, uh, sign that says, like... Save Daredevil. Um, yeah. yeah, but the thing is, I think now that the the rights reverted back to Marvel, now it's more of a possibility. Before, it was mm-hmm. more just, uh, don't forget about us. We're still here waiting for the show to come <laughs> back. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving down here. Toxic Avenger. Uh, Peter Dinklage to star as the Toxic Avenger in the reboot for the 1984 low-budget splatter film. Uh, this is one I'm not familiar with. I know... The Toxic Avenger was kind of a creation of the post-nuclear world that, you know, we came into, um, similar mm-hmm. to Teeny Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, anything involving, I think, the Hulk, too, with gamma mm-hmm. radiation. Um, you know, this is one of those shows, that was cr- one of these characters that was created to teach us uh, or to, to, to warn us of what we can, what we can accidentally create. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Don't play with chemicals. <laughs> yeah, just Teach don't play with them. Play chemicals. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch glowing <laughs> green stuff that you find yeah. randomly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mark Macon, Macon Blair, Marcel. Oh, it sounds he sounds French. Uh, Macon Blair is set to direct. Uh, he directed Netflix's "I Don't Feel at Home in This World," which I'm not mm. familiar with. Okay. All right. Uh, some news we do know about uh, Hawkeye series. So this one we. We've been teased about since last year uh, that that this is one of the one of the original Marvel shows coming to Disney Plus would be a Hawkeye series, but it seems like it's gonna be focusing more on the daughter uh, now that Haley Steinfeld has been uh, casted as Kate Bishop, 
who who is Kate, uh who is uh Hawkeye's um daughter. Uh and then adding to the cast Florence Poe, who is the sister of well played well, I should probably looked up the name. Uh she played the sister of Black Widow in the Black Widow standalone movie that hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. And also joining the cast is Vera Far- Farmiga. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of her too. She's great. Yeah, I know. I've heard that name a long time ago. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it shows you how important uh, Florence Poe's character is going to be in Black Widow when, even though the movie's not out yet, we already know she's going to be uh, added to a, a series that's going to be part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Excited to see that. All right. It's on more news I'm sure you're excited for. Metal, Gills, Metal, meh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. I couldn't say it. Uh, we have some casting news. Oscar Isaac has been cast at Solid Snake. Yeah, I kind of geeked out on this one. He yeah. he does have the face structure of uh, um you know a oh. Solid Snake. <laughs> also, so. somebody called somebody called me on the comments saying that I used the wrong picture that I used Venom. I don't know what it Venom? was. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I th- this is this is a Sony property. I'm not familiar with. I will be very honest. <laughs> <laughs> if I did use the wrong picture, I apologize. But Either way, though, he has that that rugged look. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. You you are using Venom because uh, he doesn't have the eye patch. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the the whatever the news is there. The news is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton, what's going on with Monster Hunter? Yeah, so uh, Monster Hunter is now available in movie theaters. Was in movie theaters mm-hmm. in China. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the backlash, but there was a very racist joke that was in the movie. Uh, let me read this uh, joke to you, okay? okay. So there's this uh, scene. I'm not going to tell you more details because it's kind of a spoiler. Okay. So the line goes, what are my knees? What kind of knees are these? Chinese? Wow. <laughs> does that does that joke even play in- translated? <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. Does and, it? Uh, yeah, because of that, it had a big backlash. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, "Hey, that's not funny." You know, that's that's so bad. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, they tried to edit the film to take that joke out, but it's so bad that a lot of the cinemas are like, "No, we're not going to show this movie." So <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Um, <sighs> And on uh, Steam, they have Monster Hunter on Steam. Yeah. So the game itself is getting really bad reviews on there as well. Oh, uh, people are people crashing it, crashing the ratings for it. Yeah, and it's a video. Uh, it has nothing to do with the movie. It is the same mm. property, but even though that's going on, uh, Capcom yeah. is kind of backing away, saying, "Hey, you know, we only sold the uh, the rights to make the movie. We have no control over it." Uh, you know, it's not us. So they they it's a they, lot of bad they the, everything just seems to be locked down when it comes to ratings. Like only verified mm-hmm. purchaser, or verified you know people can be should be able to to rate that stuff. It's mm-hmm. not going to prevent a lot of this, but it's going to to at least limit the the the, the uh, not exposure the uh, vulner- vulnerability mm-hmm. uh, to these type of attacks. Because I mean that that happened to Solo, that happened to. Uh, uh, uh the last star wars movie it's yeah no it's it's annoying all mm-hmm. right anyways <laughs> uh 
Also, that's such a stupid joke to go out with. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like that's what that's the that's the hill you died on. All right, cool. Was it worth it? Like, could you at least made the joke better? All right, that's all. Let's go into some good news. Uh, right. HBO HBO Max has made a deal with Warner Brothers to release its twenty one schedule its its two thousand twenty one uh, schedule alongside theaters. So any any movie that is Warner Brothers produ- or Warner Brothers distributed uh, that's going to be released in theaters in twenty twenty one is also going to be released on HBO Max at the same time for thirty days. Similar model to what we're going to see for Wonder Woman. Huh. Among these movies, okay. Godzilla vs. King Kong in May twenty first, uh, May twenty uh, first, yeah. Uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy, July sixteenth. Uh, the Suicide Squad, August sixth. Dune, October first. Matrix Four, December twenty second, and Mortal Kombat to be determined. Mm-hmm. And you said uh, King Kong versus uh, Godzilla. Godzilla yeah. versus King Kong, yeah. Uh, I know I used the 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 one for King of the Monsters, but still. <laughs> uh, I need to post these things quick, Anton. Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> this one has also spurred. Uh, I got I got to pull up the picture because uh, uh, AMC has once again been pissed off by this news. It, it was like a day of like excitement for people that are f- excited for these movies coming out, and then the backlash from AMC. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is it the CEO? I can't tell. Oh yeah. CEO Adam, uh, Aaron, Aaron, uh, for AMC theaters. Clearly Warner media intends to sacrifice a considerable portion of profit for, of its movie studio division and that its production partners, filmmakers and subsidize its HBO, uh, max startup. Uh, as for AMC, we will do all in our power to ensure that Warner does not do that at our expense. It is, yeah, uh, you know, kind of it's taking, a big chunk. Yeah, it's a big chunk. Um, but at the same time, too, though, some of these movies that I, I mean, I listed the the A list ones. Uh, Space Jam questionably questionably A list. Uh, Mortal Kombat questionably list but like King Kong Suicide Squad Dune Matrix 4 those are big movies are coming out however other movies I wouldn't have touched with a 10 foot pole going into it um, it's just not you know something I would be excited about but if it came out to HBO Max I'd be not check it out mm-hmm. uh, or I mean in the case of Godzilla Dune I might go to AMC for the you know Dolby experience so it just it really depends on the movie. I, I get mm-hmm. some some people are gonna just choose the HBO Max, but those that are fans of these movies uh, and know the value of the proper projection system and audio system um, will go to the the movies. Just be more selective about what movie they go watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes more sense. You know, when when there's a triple A AAA title movie, you got to see it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, unless you have a big screen in your house, you're a billionaire. But it's never going to be as know. big, though. <laughs> your, yeah, your, your, your sound system might be as good or better, but the projection is never going to be as good. Mm-mm. All right. Um, that's it for the headline news here, Anton. You ready right. to streaming? Yeah, let's move on to streaming. On December 4th, this Friday, or this past Friday, uh, the series for Selena came out on Netflix, and me and Martha have binged it. 
because we are kind of doing the quarantine right now. Not kind of. We are doing a quarantine right now. Uh, we just did a like a watch party thing. We just, you know, went on their phones, put it on speaker as we were watching at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I will say the the main actress, uh, Christian Serrano, does a great job of, of depicting her. Um, physically, I'm pretty sure they're padding her, her hips because it, it doesn't seem natural. And also, mm-hmm. when she moves, sometimes it doesn't move right. Um, but <laughs> the the acting, the way she speaks, um, she nailed it. Like she she, I I I would say she she really studied up on on you know her mannerisms and her way of speaking. Uh, and as for the show, I I was pleasantly surprised to see that the show is focusing more on the entire family rather than just uh, Selena's uh, exposure exposure um, Selena's uh, journey. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah. So you kind of tell the hips too. Like it's, I don't know. And it's funny because in some scenes, like like the, the, say like there's like a side of you. Uh, mm-hmm. some scenes her butt looks completely flat, and other scenes it looks <laughs> too rounded. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can, so you can tell, do you can tell what scenes like they she kind of did a spin that wasn't court that wasn't planned because mm-hmm. they didn't pat her butt, and others where they knew they were gonna focus on her profile shot, they did pat it. It was a double <laughs> <laughs> stunt double. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh. Uh. Actually, I didn't. I didn't know this before, but it's one of Selena's uh, sister. Oh, not Selena. Her, Selena's sister that is uh, a producer for the series. So a lot mm-hmm. of the the experiences and and conversations between the family. Uh, I'm sure she she was able to to try to re- recreate that or reenact that as best she can. Mm-hmm. Um. And one thing I didn't know is it's being broken up into two parts. Mm-hmm. And we've only gotten the first part, and it's only about, mm, I think, eight episodes? Yeah, eight episodes. So, H- How does it compare to the J- Jennifer Lopez movie for you guys? I I haven't seen the Jennifer Lopez movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. However, I think the only thing that I really miss about the, the, the J-Lo version is mm-hmm. Edward James almost as the dad. <laughs> I, the, the dad the dad for this one like he's okay but it's just like after seeing J- edward james almost like with his passion and his uh his delivery of some of these lines and 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 uh just frustration i think he mm-hmm. i think he did a better job um but the casting the is show great. is more detailed right i mean it's it's basically like almost day by day throughout her career at the very beginning yeah pretty much so so the first part i mean you focus on the 80s for a long time um really mm-hmm. just her her childhood building up to uh you know the struggles that her and her siblings went through to you know just get gigs um how mm-hmm. much her family had to move around how much they struggled with money um at one point they they showed them making uh they, they knew that their performance had to have a more of a um, theatrical experience Mm-hmm. Um. So the dad's like, "All right, well, let's go get some some more equipment and make it better." And the, the son's like, "All right, sweet, let's go do it." And he's in the car saying, "Yeah, we can get like you know a uh, uh, better you know audio board, so we can have a better mix of the instruments. We can try to throw in some some in between stuff while we set up new songs. Uh, maybe like a lighting rig, blah blah blah, stuff like that. We can we can program it." And then uh, the dad pulls up to the back of a restaurant and he tells his sons to go get these uh 32 ounce peach cans <laughs> they collected a crap load of peach cans and then they took it back to the 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 garage and the entire family was working on cleaning them up drilling holes in the back installing lights themselves into them 
Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's funny because in the next scene, they show the lights working. They did a great job, dude. Like that is something we would have done in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put like different different color lights in, in certain circuits. So they just had a, a, a switchboard. They kind of flip the lights on and off manually. And they kind of give like a strobing club effect on the dance <laughs> That reminds floor. me of uh, um, a Reddit post I saw the other day where uh, it's just like a party that they're having at this house, like probably a quinceanera or some, something big where they're playing um, club music. So you hear like uh, the <laughs> in the background <laughs> and you see like the lights are like flickering, right? Like you're in the yeah. club and you see this guy... <laughs> Just holding a uh, a cord, oh. extension cord. <laughs> he just called it this. Oh, that's going to cause a shortage. <laughs> yeah. So that's what he's just doing the whole time. And then uh-huh. can you imagine uh, it's getting to the part where, you know, it's going to, the, the, the beat's going to drop. Oh. So he's doing that like this, like really hard. Yeah. So you can see like the lights flickering in the back and it's like, oh my and God. You, that's... And then you hear a pop and then there's no more lights. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so, hilarious. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I like the series, dude. I, I like that it's focusing more on the, the entire family. You see everybody's part and sacrifice in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned more about the brother, um, which I didn't know. I mean, even 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 news, like in real life or whatever, I never really heard about the brother, um, that he suffered from OCD. So it's, it wasn't debilitating, but it definitely affected his life um, and how much pressure was on him to write the songs for the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sister who who is the producer it shows her being reluctant to be the drummer because really she had no passion for music she didn't care about music it was all her brother and selena that were that were into it she Mm -hmm. just she couldn't she didn't have an ear for it she didn't care about it it's just the dad said all right well your brother's playing guitar selena's a singer we need a drummer you're the only one left that's not playing an instrument you're the drummer like i'm like damn like that sucks like you you don't care (laughs) like you don't care and like also there's a there's an element of talent that you have to have especially for drummers mm-hmm. like that's a lot of pressure on drummers to keep the the pace of songs and stuff like that yeah they they carry the whole band basically yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so uh, i like the series dude. i'm kind of curious to see what what you would think about it because uh I, I i as a hispanic person i i have a lot of experience with Selena. and i know the passion behind it i know the story behind her um i enjoyed it and i think they're doing the, the story more justice as an outsider, I'm kind of I want to know what you think, Anton. So if if you if you and Julie have a have a some time, check out an episode or two. Let me know. All right, we'll do. All right, Anton. Uh, let's get into the Mandalorian, uh, okay. episode five and episode six, uh, respectively, chapter thirteen, the the Jedi, and chapter fourteen, the tragedy. Okay. All right, Anton. Let's start. Let's start with the Jedi. This is a the high point for for the series. <laughs> a high point. Yes. Sir. A very high point for the series. Um, Ahsoka. Within yes. the first five minutes, it's just, you know, like big just surprise. badassness. Like yeah. And Dave Filoni really brings it in this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I, you know, it, it. this episode alone brings new fans, old fans, mm-hmm. uh, trilogy fans, uh, people who've never really cared for probably the 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 uh the first um the first three or not the first three but like episode one two three right people who were big fans of four five six came back and said wow this is this is good yeah uh mm-hmm. and just for just to recap for those because i know this episode has been out for a couple of weeks now at this point mm-hmm. 
this is the episode where the Mandalorian travels to uh, a world ruled by a ruthless magistrate uh, mm-hmm. who has made a powerful enemy, and that enemy is Ahsoka. And uh, Mando's going to that planet to help or to try to talk to Ahsoka to train uh, Grogu, which we also find out that that's the child's name, Grogu. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah, at this point. Well, that's yeah. two weeks. Come on, two weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. Probably three ba- baby, kind of baby Yoda is now known as Grogu. Surprisingly, I don't think it caught on that one. <laughs> no. Uh, there's, a, there's a meme going on with um, uh, with uh, Adam Driver. It, it's the... It's like a the six pictures, and it's like on the left mm-hmm. side is Adam Driver, and the right side is uh, uh, Grogu, and um, Adam Driver's like grow, Grogu's like grow, Adam Driver's like goo, and then Yoda's like goo, and then the, at the end says Grogu, and then Baby Yoda goes Baby Yoda, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just reluctance to accept that that's the name, but I mean it's at least we finally got some answers. We're, we're really getting a lot of. Uh, a lot of background for for grogu in this one um uh this actually motivated me to go finish uh clone wars it's Mm -hmm. something that's been like on my 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 watch queue for the longest time dude it's so good i'm telling you man that uh, last part the 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 bad batch that was awesome um Mm -hmm. i mean that's going on a tangent right now i don't want to go too deep but that that they did such a good job with the final season uh for for clone wars and it that motivated me to start watching rebels and i'm i barely mm-hmm. started watching rebels uh also side note for rebels it is uh aladdin playing through the the luke storyline <laughs> <laughs> yeah ezra does kind of look like a, a aladdin there huh <laughs> not even that but is it, they, they even call him a street rat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's, he's living by himself on a high tower Maybe mm-hmm. just the stuff that he's stolen. He's 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 swindling and 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 uh, what you call well, it? Well, Be- he's not going slick. for the princess though. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there is a princess. Um, yeah. but I just I just that's just based on the first two episodes. I was like, wow, this is real. They just dropped Aladdin in 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 uh as or recasted Luke uh, with Aladdin, didn't they? <laughs> this so you really haven't gone that far out. with rebels right you're, you're still working no on i'm still i'm still probably three episodes in uh like the, okay. the, the you know ezra's still trying to get used to uh, uh actually he just started his jedi training it just mm-hmm. barely dropped that, that it really, okay i yeah. i hated the first season but it really kicks in after the the, the second i see the one. i see the potential um all mm-hmm. right but back back to back to the jedi so mm-hmm. um one of the things that people called out here was that ahsoka's um head tails there's there's a proper name for it but the 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 layman's term is head tails are mm-hmm. not as long as they should be mm-hmm. and the, well, that's the thing like <laughs> I, I think it's just the art style of different uh different um anime styles like animated because the, the the first versions of uh ahsoka in clone wars look totally different than ahsoka in rebels yeah and uh, I, I respected it because it's just the art style of what they're trying to go for for that animation. Yeah. Um, if you were to compare uh, Count Dooku and Count Baka. Dooku, in, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you see how big and long his face is in, in the series. Not and then just you that, see- but, also, but also his body, too. He's very bulky and muscular. He's, he is a wall, like a force. And then in mm-hmm. the, the movie, he's 
yeah, he's a big older guy, but he's still, you know, a, a fairly svelte guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the yeah. things that you can't really compare oranges and apples, you know, it's yeah. just how they want to stylize it. But yeah, for the hardcore fans that are, uh, you know, really picking on that or people who... Eh, well, that's the, just, co- the costume designer, because people were upset because... Uh, the head tails are supposed to be a sign of maturity. So as she gets older, they're supposed to grow. Uh, so right now, I think they're a little bit shorter than than they were in uh, Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but the costume designer, or the the yeah, costume designer said it's it was purely for function functionality, like for mm-hmm. the for the actors. Yeah, if it's like, any longer, I don't think uh, I don't think um, Rosario Dawson would. Able to I, move around that much. Well, and I imagine those are heavy too, because they need to be kind of weighted mm-hmm. down to to you know, because if they can't they can't be light and stiff, or else they don't flow right. They need to have some weight to them mm-hmm. so that they're not flopping around. Uh, yeah, can you imagine like having like really heavy stuff on your head? Yeah, and, yeah. I'm pretty sure when she's walking around, she has to make it. I mean, look yeah, like I mean, she, it's I mean, it's heavy. balanced. I, I, the the mm-hmm. you know, because there's the the two tails in the front, and then there's one thicker tail coming out, coming out the back. But mm-hmm. it's still a lot of weight on your head. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing too that came out of the episode was uh, the you you really get a sense of how close Grogu uh, has gotten to man to Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, he really sees him as a father figure. Like you kind of suspected it based on how much. You know the the little looks say Mando does something badass and Grogu just kind of looks up and like sees him with admiration kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like the Ahsoka kind of just confirms that by the way. You know how how attached Grogu is to Mando. Um, and then the other thing I saw uh, trending was the comparison between the fight scene with uh, with uh, Ahsoka and uh, oh, what's her name uh, the magistrate. Yeah, for her name. I think the magistrate that that lady that plays her, um, I think she choreographed the whole fight scene and everything. Governor, I think Governor Wing. There you go. Um, no, but but they compared it to the fight scene between in Kill Bill between uh, the main the main character and uh, Lucy Liu's uh, character. Mm-hmm. Like similar similar uh, uh, scenario. Like it's in a garden on a bridge. Uh, surrounded by water, <laughs> and in- <laughs> instead of swords, it was uh, a staff and a, and a lightsaber. Yeah. So uh, Diana Lee uh, Inosanto, which is mm-hmm. that lady that plays the magistrate, she mm-hmm. is the goddaughter of uh, Bruce Lee. Oh. Yeah. She's been in a lot of uh, movies uh, doing stunts. Uh, she also uh, let me see. She was in Alita: oh. Battle Angel. Yeah. Uh, she was the one that was um, doing the martial arts training for uh, Ro- Rosa Salazar, which plays um, Alita. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also doing... Let me see. Okay, that's just stunts. She acted in... Uh, I'm trying to see if there's something that you... Uh, I'm, I'm going uh, through it too, see if anything catches my eye. The, Blade. The time, the time machine? Oh, Blade. Yeah, that one I would definitely yeah. have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uncredited bl- bloodbath vampire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you look at her stunts uh, credits, it's oh a yeah, lot. a lot of a She's lot of. I mean, yes, yeah, anything from from sci-fi to to fantasy and everything between. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, wild, wild, wild west. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so she's definitely following her father's footsteps in in uh, bringing martial arts to Hollywood. Mm. Goddaughter. Yep. Oh, goddaughter. Sorry, sorry. Um, anything else for this episode? I'm trying to think back to it. It's been two weeks since I saw it, so. Um, a lot of people were like, "Wow, this is going to be a a goose chase uh, for." Grogu to find his uh, master um, or whoever wants to train him. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, he might go down the path of uh, darkness. He might go down the path of uh, light. So we don't really know. But a lot of people are speculating, you know, who's going to be the Jedi that is going to be training him? Who's the Jedi that is going to be uh, the one that he's calling to? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are speculating, you know, it could be someone... Uh, that is from the Master Jedi um, uh, who was teaching at the Academy. So it could be Mace Windu. Uh, could if be, he survived. <laughs> yeah, if he survived. Yeah. Uh, it, it would make sense if he came back because, you know, um, I guess uh, uh, Boba Fett has a very big uh, thing that he wants to do uh, during the Clone Wars is he tried to kill Mace Windu so many yeah. times. Yeah. But he failed. Um, yeah, it would make sense for him to come back, but who knows? Uh, another another theory is um, Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order, um, which is one of the new Star Wars games that came out recently. And that game itself took place around this time, too. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cal Kestis um, pop up. Um, but also... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Ezra. Yeah, uh, Ezra is the 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 main one I've been seeing. Um, that's another mm-hmm. reason why it kind of motivated me to start watching Rebels too. Uh, which would make sense. I think Ezra at that point would be in his thirties, so mm-hmm. around the right age to take on a Padawan. Um, and then uh, for funsies, I've seen some concept art showing Sebastian Stan as a slightly older post original trilogy Luke. Mm-hmm. He does look. He has that figure with short, yeah, with short hair, yeah, with short hair and and bob haircut. Uh huh. He can pull it off. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? And I, we really. So let's move on to to chapter uh, fourteen, uh, the tragedy, which is so appropriately named. Um, mm-hmm. This one is where they do go to this uh, shrine or this this meditating place on the top of a mountain, uh, where Grogu is supposed to sit there meditate. And send out pretty much his his force energy into the cosmos to call on a teacher to to, to train him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has this is this is like the the episode not the episode. This is the the part in a video game that I hate where it's uh, endless waves of enemies coming at you while you're trying to defend uh, uh, somebody trying to hack or trying to break into something. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, it was Mando trying to protect. Grogu, while he was meditating, uh, first from uh, Boba Fett, and also the return of Ming Na Wen's character uh, Fennec Shand, mm-hmm. which I I feel like they were just they, they were they were reaching trying to bring her back. Like they did not explain <laughs> what happened. <laughs> uh, the uh, they showed they showed a uh, Fennec and uh, and uh, the Mandalorian's like I thought you were dead, and she says I was, and all she did was open up like this like plate in her stomach showing some robotic gears and and wires i'm like that says nothing <laughs> like <laughs> what like what you, you got operated on in the middle of the desert like what 
<laughs> like that doesn't explain anything there. Uh, and then after some some back and forth battling, Boba Fett managed to get his armor back. Uh, and then all of a sudden everybody was buddies as they were fighting off invading stormtroopers. Which, mm-hmm. goddamn, the stormtroopers have gotten way worse than they were in, in the original trilogy. <laughs> There's so many of them, too, which is funny. Uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> this episode alone is probably one of my most favorite episodes yet. Really? Uh, and the reason why is because, dude, we saw how crazy Mando is and and how cool, you know, he, he, he maneuvers around. Uh, through you know first season second season yeah. and he's so badass you know and then all of a sudden out of nowhere we know boba fett has you know had a lot of screen time in the movies uh-huh. and i don't think there's ever a time where we saw boba fett as badass as this episode yeah this I, has I, by far it is the most like satisfying episode for me by far yeah, we finally get to see Boba, see what Boba Fett does. I was going to say, well, no, we saw Boba Fett, but no, that was Jango Fett that we saw using the rockets, fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who was he fighting? He, I think he was fighting both Anakin and uh, Obi Wan, right on the mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on the clone clone planet. Clone Wars, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So like that, that's you know the think that the first time we saw the rocket pack used, mm-hmm. like oh, that actually works. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree. I like this one and uh, does show. And Boba it's Fett. funny because like Boba Fett. As a Mandalorian already, mm-hmm. he is more badass than Mando himself, and and he did and he did kind of put to rest some some theories out there that mm-hmm. uh, I I saw that fans were thinking that Boba Fett isn't a true Mandalorian. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe he's just some some you know uh, mercenary that that happened to find the the armor and just wears it and pretends to be Mandalorian. But he made it very clear. He busts out the old family tree dad. and showed, <laughs> "This is my dad. This is my. This is me. You can't read the writing, but trust me, that's me right there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, awesome, Robert Rodriguez. If he has his own series, just directing all of Boba Fett's, uh, you know, storyline, I am totally down to watch it. There was a couple scenes in this episode where I'm totally fanboying out because i'm like dude that is totally all robert rodriguez's style and i'll tell you this scene um it was a scene where (laughs) it was a scene where fennec was uh jumping backwards and shooting in the air she's like oh yeah jumping backwards that is very antonio banderas in desperado exactly i'm like i knew i've seen that Uh, i was also thinking like video games i'm like oh the no the no look uh, uh the no scope (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. yeah that 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 scene definitely had that his mark on it um mm-hmm. also something i have to note here is uh if there is another spin-off series uh fans are speculating it might be one for gene for gina carano uh because she has that new she's a you know law enforcement person now she's a sheriff or a deputy whatever it is mm-hmm. uh sh- they're thinking that there might be a new republic series and she would be the star of it so I mean, if that if that's the case, I, mean, I can imagine kind of a a cop drama in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so back to this episode. Uh, so ultimately, it was a trap. Mm-hmm. Not a trap, but they got they got it betrayed. A yeah, <laughs> it was a trap. Um, and also the the the. the <laughs> why do they send in regular stone troopers when they're going to just send in those freaking badass black troopers? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's weird, huh? 
Dark yeah. Troopers. The yeah. the Dark Troopers just dropped in. It was like, what? Four of them managed to do what, say, three dozen Stormtroopers couldn't do. Uh, they they jumped in, grabbed Grogu, and bailed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this this one did kind of give you the idea that there's a possibility that Grogu could go to the dark side. Um, just the way he was treating the stormtroopers in in his holding cell, he he mm-hmm. was un- he was unloading on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing is that you know Grogu is very young still, you know, so yeah, he's I, I think he still has that whole path in front of him to be a better uh jedi or whatever he chooses to go down with so yeah yeah so all that's all the all the more reason he is the right teacher Mm -hmm. all right anton uh anything else for these episodes no dude i'm just excited to see what's gonna happen next i know that once we get to see the jedi that's gonna come to save him oh that's probably gonna be blown then we have two episodes left in uh, th- this yeah. Friday and the next Friday, and that's it. Uh, after yeah. December eighteenth is the last episode we get for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think they're going to end. They're going to end with uh, the Jedi. I think they're going to show somebody walking up with a, and then like take a very low shot, big ass cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like a very low shot. You're going to see two feet walk into frame, and then everybody's just looking at him. All of a sudden, you see hear a, like the lightsaber sound going. Vroom. Like, yeah. it's like you see, you see it pop up in the screen next to his feet. That's that's all we're gonna get. Watch, I bet you. That's- There's, I can see the memes now. People just going to their uh, Disney Plus account settings and then hitting the unsubscribe button right after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, hopefully, hopefully not that bad of a cliff- cliffhanger. But I mean, we have Ahsoka, we have a. Uh, uh Bo-Katan uh, uh I'm trying to think what else we were exp- we were expecting for this episode. Uh, okay, episode so season. real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh damn it, I can't talk about it cuz you haven't seen it yet. Never mind. Uh oh, Okay. Damn. Is is it with uh, Rebels? Yeah, it's with Rebels because what happens at the end of Rebels oh, is so supposed <laughs> to it, there's that cliffhanger. Yeah. And you know, us seeing Ahsoka in in this one yeah there's a big gap where i'm like what happened to this yeah okay. and it hasn't been addressed yet i'm wondering when her lightsabers went back to white is yeah, it it's, is it in rebels yeah it's in rebels oh, okay 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 because i know i knew she had blue ones at the end of uh of uh clone wars yeah well she left them like she died did she oh she did she let yeah you're right you're right i remember darth vader picking up the picking it up from the snow or the ashes okay yeah you're right forgot about the part so he's like oh she's dead because it's so easy to make a new lightsaber it's those kyber crystals are everywhere right (laughs) there's a whole thing how she got the crystals for that all right yeah (laughs) all right that's on uh ready move on to our last segment here yes let's get into Books. books yeah Our 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 less our un our less frequent but very appreciated book section. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we both got a copy of Ready Player Two. Uh, for mm-hmm. those that don't know, this is by Ernest Klein, who did the first book, Ready Player One, that ultimately became that a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Natan, I'll I'll let you lead this one. Uh, uh, actually, before you start, I will say. I had to freaking crash read this one because I knew you really want to talk about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I I had to mute our group chat 
because as soon as mm-hmm. I saw you and Carl talking about it, I'm like, even if they're being careful, some stuff is going to slip out. <laughs> be careful. Uh, other motivation I had was uh, some social media sites like Nerdist uh, were like already posting theories or reviews. Just mm-hmm. with the captions, they were kind of slipping some 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 spoilers. Mm-hmm. So I was getting really frustrated. I'm like, oh my god, I need to freaking read this. So with all the <laughs> stuff that happened, I, I wanted to kind of read you know 50 pages a, a night uh, until today. But once the whole thing that we talked about at the beginning of the, for, uh, at the beginning of the episode with the type of week I had, I really didn't start reading this until Thursday night. Thursday night, I I was on chapter four mm-hmm. and I finished on chapter eight. Mm-hmm. Then Friday, uh, no, no, uh, Saturday, Saturday, I, I was on chapter, I went from chapter nine to chapter 18. Mm-hmm. Today, I went from chapter 19 to chapter 30. Wow. <laughs> I, I did like 150 <laughs> pages today, dude. I, I, I think yeah. total 10 to 11 hours. It just mm-hmm. in, in, in like nine of those hours were this week. My, my mm-hmm. brain hurts. My eyes hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to say some things that are not spoilers because it's kind of like, you know, the title of the book or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or the description synopsis. So this takes place right after the first movie or the first book. Um, but of course, there's a lot of different things between the movie and the book. Yeah. Um, takes First thing takes place thing. three three years three years after uh it takes place right after but then of course oh, it's a time, time jump time jump yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah time jump mm-hmm. um but yeah this i'm gonna say right now i i'm i'm very skeptical of a second film i, I don't know if oh, it's gonna happen oh my god right away yes i i think he really wanted to push the the pop cultural references because there's so many things you you're not gonna get the rights to it's not a money thing i think it's just a protection of of the of a certain, for example, a certain pop star. Yeah. You're never going to get the rights to that pop star. I promise you. <laughs> Especially the way they used it. <laughs> yeah, but I know they're probably going to use something else, uh, you know, like they did in the first movie. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna um, tweak the story. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, it takes place right after the first one. So, we learned that, um, you know, Parzival is now, uh, which is um, Wade Watts, the owner of the new company. Um, it turns out that you know some of the the high five members, which is the the team that won the Easter egg, right? Parzival mainly. Yeah. Um, they each got a split of the money because Parzival shared his money, his fortune with his best friends. Yep. Um, and each of them did their own thing. They kind of became their own like billionaire philanthropist, you know, uh, doing good for the world. Um, but while all that's going on, uh, Wade kind of, um, distance away from Samantha because of differences that they believe in. Yeah. Um, and it just got to a point where, uh, Wade is like, oh, wow, there's more, you know, uh, that he didn't know about. Mm-hmm. There's more of something that, uh, belongs to, uh, Halliday, mm-hmm. his big idol that created the Oasis. So, um yeah he goes through this little rabbit hole mini rabbit hole yeah where he finds out that there is a real egg sitting inside a vault mm-hmm. so when he opens up that egg it turns out it is the oni device which is um a uh what is it called something neural yeah I'll look at right now 
Oasis uh, Nero interface. Interface. Yeah. So basically, it's kind of like a little giant uh, wraparound thing from your head all the way to your spine, and it takes you into virtual reality, but through your cerebro. So yeah. you don't have any visor. You're not looking into anything. It just straight. shuts off your brain and, and puts you, know, you straight. Yeah, you, you know what I thought? I, I thought this is like the the third generation for what the thing that Elon Musk is working on. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the same. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, 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 right away, I was like, "That's that's that's a scary thing to think about." Like just that, yeah. that type of connection because there's so many. Not even not even like the the use of the technology, but the. The things that can happen unexpectedly, power outages, mm-hmm. yeah, ha- yeah, hardware hardware malfunction, some anything can happen. Yeah, but it's kind of cool that you know he he did think about that. Um, um, er- Ernie Klein mm-hmm. did think about that, and he kind of addressed it as what they were talking about in the book. Um, but anyways, yeah. So he finds out that there's this device that can take you into the virtual uh, reality oasis, mm-hmm. and you could sense feel everything that you can do in real life as a person you can have yeah, in the, the oasis yeah the, the sensations are simulated and then those simulations are plugged right into your brain so it's almost as if you're actually touching it you have that the the haptic feedback is more realistic yeah it's it's basically tricking your brain that you're mm-hmm. you know in, they, in real life yeah yeah. Uh, I, I will say I'm glad that he sp- <laughs> he did not try to overlook or 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 try to uh, skirt around the obvious things that people would be using this for. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah, th- there's a g- couple pages. I would say at least two or three pages of just flat out them describing how some people are using it for sexual purposes, mm-hmm. uh, drug <laughs> use, uh, mm-hmm. other things that are. Uh, dangerous to experience or you wouldn't want to experience or can experience but through this you can mm-hmm. um, but then they went, they went to focus on the uh, you know ability to learn life skills uh, he was using it to learn guitar playing stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so uh, because of his um, encounter with this uh, new headset that nobody knew about uh I guess he saw a video with uh, Halliday telling him, hey, this is the technology. Mm-hmm. You own it now because you're the owner of the company and you own everything that I own. So it is your decision to release this device to the world. Yeah. If you if you so choose it. Yeah. So, yeah, it ends up that he chose to release it to the world, mm-hmm. even though some people are actually a person yeah uh didn't agree to it so once this uh device went online mm-hmm. and it hit uh, a certain amount of people that logged in a secret message appeared all over the world mm-hmm. in the oasis yeah. telling people about a certain clue and it turns out that it's a new easter egg yeah, uh, seven seven shards to that need to be combined to mm-hmm. uh, bring the to uh, to the unlock soul. unlock the siren soul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's can I can I just begin? It, by it, it, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go no, ahead. no, you, you go, you go, you go. I was gonna go on a rant. Go. <laughs> okay, so it turns out that you know uh, people thought it was gonna be another Easter egg, and it just turns out that. It's an Easter egg only for personal, personal, which is um, 
uh, I guess, Parzival, yeah, aka Wade Watts, yeah. to go and look. So it turns out that other people can't really do the which contest. I I felt that was weird. Mm-hmm. Like there's the 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 fact that that they kind of made it such a public thing, but really nobody knew what's going on about it, what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the end of the book, nobody really knew what it what the, what the end result was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess we'll go into spoilers now at this point. For like, I, I really yeah. can't think about it without talking about spoilers here. Um, can, and I'll begin by saying, I I hated Percival in this book, dude. It, he he was just he is the not first the couple chapters. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah, like he he is not love. Like he is such a creeper, dude. Like he he's doing such like weird things. <clears throat> but it kind of tells you how much of a nerd he is, and um, I think you know this side of him was shown towards the end of the previous book when he was locking himself in that apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that was a section where I felt like you know, oh, it's kind of cool. Kind of gives you that old boy uh vibe yeah i don't know if you watched the korean version but you've probably seen the american version mm-hmm. um but yeah it kind of gives that vibe of you know oh hey this is not a likable person but he's doing whatever he can to do the right thing but he just choose that you know his way of doing thing is the right thing so yeah that's how i felt for the first couple of chapters is you know the choices that he makes is kind of like oh it's guy's stupid or like he, he like he definitely lost his way like he had no like he i, I get it that the the egg hunt or the, the you know the the hunt for the easter egg was his entire life uh and now they had it he had no real purpose um but he was still an a-hole and i feel like he didn't really um redeem himself uh, yeah he didn't redeem himself i think it was kind of it was it felt kind of forced uh the fact that yeah. artemis kind of like went back to him and was kind of like you broke up with him before the seven shards stuff yeah. started <clears throat> like he like him him doing the right thing now doesn't like there's other reasons why it wasn't just the oni system that that you disagreed with him there's other things mm-hmm. uh like, even uh, um even og world yeah mm-hmm. even even og he disagreed with him on yeah um that, that's the thing that i i guess they kind of address for uh wade in the book is that he is too addicted to the oh. world. Oh yeah, he he definitely has an addiction. I think that's a commentary on mm-hmm. social media now. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I I don't know. I, I it was a fun. Yeah, it, it, even though it, even though like um, I I guess they also address that you know how how such of an asshole he is mm-hmm. uh, when Lohengrin um, met him for the first time. Yeah. She's like, you know, yeah, you're kind of, you know, whatever, but you know, you gotta, you gotta wake up, you know. Yeah. You're a billionaire, and we get it because you're a billionaire. You act like that, but you know, it, it kind of makes sense. A lot of people do. Yeah. A, a good example, <laughs> I, I think, would be Jeff Bezos. You know, I think that's yeah. the whole reason why, uh, why uh, Ernie wrote this character to be like that because he knows that you know, um, even though there are a lot of people out there that are millionaires or billionaires, they have that sense of like, oh, doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, you know, Bill Gates is probably the only good example of uh, using his money for good because it's yeah. him and his wife, you know, uh, doing good things. Yeah. And, the I, world. and I really saw, I really saw Og being the Bill Gates. 
Yeah, exactly. Like being, being a mentor, using his money for good. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that's the thing that Samantha was trying to do. Yeah, is trying to be like well, all, you know, all of them. The Gates. They they all mm-hmm. had their they all had their their missions. Um, yeah. Each for their own, uh, you know, community or, or, or you know, what what they felt impacted by in their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Percival, he did have a foundation for educational stuff, but other than that, he really didn't. He really didn't do much. And I think that's kind of yeah. like he 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 gave a billion dollars for or a billion credits for finding the first clue. Yeah, exactly. like shows, shows you like he he rather <clears throat> spend his money that way. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Lohengrin that one mm-hmm. he was a total creeper with her uh, at the beginning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh not just eavesdropping in her conversation with her friends which i i i get it he kind of wanted to see mm-hmm. you know learn more like which i get that but then mm-hmm. he went the extra mile and yeah. started looking at her private information yeah. pulled mm-hmm. up her real name and i like i like how state. you know ernie kind of have her as a character to point out that hey that's wrong but also at the same time you know uh wade is like uh, went too yeah, far but yeah, he went. He did go too far, but then he just brushed it off, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and, and then oh, and then and then beyond her private information, he also spied mm-hmm. on her by using mm-hmm. multiple security cameras to to see her in real life. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That that was weird. And also, I feel Lohengrin was such an underused character. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like I, she I, sounds pretty awesome, dude. Yeah. She she her and her group of friends sound like they'd be like a great. I really thought the book was going to do a uh, back and forth between the the high five and the low five, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that was like an editing choice. Like they, they had it, and then it was too long, so they took it out. Maybe, uh, maybe it would just be a. Uh, uh, I think that uh, the low five would be Ready Player Two movie, because towards at the very end. Uh, they kind of hinted that there's going to be a uh, a movie contract with Lohengrin. Um, I don't know. If that's that that could maybe be a uh, a nod to hey, you know, next movie is not going to be about. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's mm-hmm. and for for those that like, well, I guess if you if you're listening to this and you don't care, you either read the book or 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 don't care about spoilers, but. Yeah, it just felt like weird that they they introduced this awesome character that was just as it was a pretty much a younger female Wade uh, Percival, mm-hmm. um, or or even Artemis, and then the kind of like put her pushed her aside, and then later well, on she re- she went through two two major quests that we didn't get to see at all. Right, the first quest would be uh, searching finding the, the journal. Yeah, the, the the clues that Og left. Mm-hmm. And then the second one would be uh, getting Dorks, that Dork uh, Slayer. nerd, yeah, Dork Slayer. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think that's that's the thing. Like, maybe we'll get like a side story somewhere. <laughs> I think a lot of people are gonna actually ask for that from yeah. Ernie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kind of like the the two, you know, I don't know, but yeah, like that. That's all. The, that's, all the, that's all I really get though. It's just that that first interaction, and then later on the conference room, and then you're. After that, you don't see him ever again until the very end, and right away they get slayed. <laughs> yeah. Pops in, here yeah. you go, gets killed. It's not really. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that was it for Logren. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna try to. I mean, we can talk for hours yes, about we can. this. Yeah. Um, but we'll, I'll try to condense it by uh, making some key points. Okay. 
So um, let's start with uh, Anorak. Okay. So we find that Anorak, the AI uh, towards the end of the previous book. Holiday's uh, 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 NPC. And, yeah, Holiday's NPC. So we learned that, that he is almost an exact copy of Halliday, but then edited because yes. he didn't want the uh, that AI to go above and beyond himself to become like Skynet or something like that, mm -hmm. which he did, <laughs> you know. Um, how was that twist for you? Because I, I think that was one of the biggest twists for me where I'm like, okay, this got me interested into continuing to read this book because I got to that point where I'm like, I'm kind of getting tired of this book because it's it's not how I was imagining uh, it. I was, I was fine with that and I kind of anticipated that was going to be the situation. Um, mm -hmm. If anything, the, the, the book just confirmed my, my suspicions as, when, as things went on. Um, but yeah, Anor and I think too, because, because I've read other books similar to this, I kind of, I saw what was going to happen. Um, I was fine with it. I was like, all right, cool. That's, it's a logical, logical step and, and showing how mankind is kind of, uh, can play God sometimes and, and, you know, kind of dovetail until we were saying at the beginning of the episode, uh, mm -hmm. unknown consequences down the road. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause even he said, uh, that he, he thinks that holiday made a mistake. Didn't, he didn't realize what he created cause mm -hmm. he was supposed to delete himself after the Easter egg, uh, contest was over. Mm-hmm. But then he had a moment of, wait, I know what I am. I don't want to die. I'm not going to mm -hmm. die. Mm -hmm. uh, what the problem I did have was that weird, the, the, the book could have ended with, with Kira coming back um, and maybe bringing back Og and just left it there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then it had to take this other weird twist at the end where now they're talking about the singularity and, and they're, they're mm -hmm. a digital version of themselves going, you know, that, I felt that part was unnecessary and it felt very preachy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I guess uh, in a way, uh, he's trying to point it out there uh, that, you know, like there is more of like a, a sci-fi, like uh, things that are kind of in a lot of other stories too. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's kind of his take on pushing it and kind of like ending it there. Um and I think, you know, just because of that part alone, I think it ends there for for this book. I don't think he's probably going to write any more. Um, maybe well, just like side oh, stories. And that, that's the other thing that bugged me. They, they made it seem mm -hmm. like it was like one big happy ending at the end. Mm -hmm. But they don't address what they, you know, what they did afterwards to help fix the planet. What do they? What do mm -hmm. they? What do they learn from this? What are they doing differently to focus on on saving the planet that? That mm -hmm. spaceship was their 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 ark, their Noah's ark mm -hmm. to to get off of it. Um, so that means they're investing on Earth, but like, what are they doing? What are they what what have they done to humanity? What happens yeah, to the people yeah, afterwards? Yeah. Uh, it felt yeah, so. it, it, yeah, it was <clears throat> mm -hmm. it was both a forced and and half-assed ending to me. That that's the part that pissed yeah. me off. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the shards. Okay, so basically, there's seven shards. A lot of them don't count because they're there are no references to some of those shards. They yeah. were just like, oh, go here and get the shard. That's it. Yeah. Um, so 
Let's go with uh, John Hughes's stuff. Uh, I'm 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 a fan of some of the movies, of course. Yeah, but I didn't really care a whole lot. <laughs> they really focused on that a long time, didn't they? Yeah, it it was a big segment of just John Hughes stuff. All the references. Um. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I appreciate some of the you know nods here and there where we don't know about um, you know, uh, RDJ Robert Downey uh-huh. Jr supposedly supposed to be in the movie as a main lead uh or not mainly but like main main male lead um yeah yeah and, and i'll pause there for so, so for people that don't know who john hughes is or aren't familiar with him he he is pretty much responsible for a lot of iconic movies in the 80s and early 90s mm-hmm. uh yeah he's a big deal yeah for, 16 candles yeah. national lampoon's vacation breakfast club uh ferris bueller's day off uh christmas vacation home alone uh, I think he also did. Let me confirm here. Didn't he do Groundhog Groundhog's Day? Or am I? Can't find it there. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did Groundhog's Day, but I could be wrong. Uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Yeah, that Uncle one. Buck, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So it's, it, I don't know. He, he he did he did create a lot, but at the same time, it's a lot of focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixteen sixteen candles was a uh, inspiration to Groundhog's Day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that was the connection there. Mm-hmm. um yeah it was a lot of time there and i felt like it was such <sighs> such a drag <laughs> it was such was like, a drag well, like they I, were I really was like this is gonna be a very short section no <laughs> they were they, <laughs> it dragged on. all they were doing was all they were doing was following the characters they weren't even really interacting mm-hmm. that's the part that bugged no, me no uh yeah. up until uh artemis finally chopped off somebody's head um mm-hmm. but yeah like the, the the actual action happened and it was like maybe half a chapter <laughs> like that they, they yeah, resolved yeah, it yeah yeah so anyways uh we're totally gonna skip all that because it's all like eh, whatever yeah. but i i i didn't really enjoy that part um same thing with prince i i, I like prince's music i oh that was it, such a long chapter t- uh, long yeah. section too like it's mm-hmm. you're, you had two chapters of them rushing through the 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 planet that's created for prince to collect yeah, so, items but even then they felt yeah. rushed because they were literally running <laughs> like there's a part where they said like, we're running down we're running down this uh this alley or this room or whatever and then all of a sudden h uh tells us to stop and wait here she runs over slashes prince's uh motorcycle tires and and uh, makes a hole in the gas tank and then runs off. I'm like, wow, okay. So you're just running. You're just you're just a uh, uh, speed running through this uh, this planet. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the the thing, the only thing I appreciated was, you know, the the I think it was the second shard uh, that he got was, uh, I think it was that lady, the first lady. Oh, the uh, video game designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the ninja, the game? princess, the, the princess that got demoted to a prince. Yeah, uh, I think that's nin- the only ninja part princess. that I really liked. Or, yeah, Ninja Prince. Yeah, I thought it was. Mm-hmm. That was the only shard that I liked, and then the other one was um, uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> man, you have to be a really big Lord of the King Rings uh, geek in order to <laughs> really go but through see, this that part. One, that one I felt delivered better though, because mm-hmm. <laughs> again, even though majority, uh, I think a full chapter was dedicated to them riding horses for 60 miles talking about their situation they're in and and percival reading cliff notes on on lord of the Rings stuff yeah uh once they got to the action like that paid off it was you know really detailed they they, epic yeah it was epic it was a good fight 
uh, uh, Artemis. See, I wanted Land. that instead yes. of Prince and uh, John Hughes's movies. Or, or yeah, like I felt like th- those are stretched out longer than they had to be. Like it, it, it had a different pace than the first book had. The first book I felt mm-hmm. had it was really rapid. Um, mm-hmm. Even even the it longest chapter. Flow. Yeah, it was a better flow to it. It was like it, the each each uh, egg and gate had I felt like an even amount of time. Um, this one it felt like they really dragged on the first two eggs, or fir- first three shards, I say, and then uh, then the last the last two it was just quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> man, uh, I, I felt like you know it, it should have been. I think more. I think there should be a, a, a bigger audience uh, to beta read it to yeah. you know to, you know cold read it because uh, you know this being an international book that has been translated so many languages, mm-hmm. uh, especially the first one because those were like the most popular titles that is famous worldwide. Yeah, uh, this one, for example, yeah, John Hughes movies have been around the world. I don't think those have a bigger impact as the other uh, stuff that was in the first book. Yeah. Uh, a good example would be like in Japan. Are they big fans of John Hughes's movies? Maybe like Home Alone. Are they fan of Prince? Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a big fan of, uh, for, fan uh, base for Prince in Japan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess you know the the ninja thing uh, was kind of uh, big. You know, popularity thing yeah. in Japan. Uh, okay, so yeah, shards. Uh, some of the stuff eh, we we didn't really care about, but yeah, it kind of got us going in the right direction and yeah. in enjoying the adventure of uh, this whole thing. Um, but yeah, it could have been handled a little bit better. Um, Pacing could other been... references, dude. There was one page alone that had like fifty references. Oh, that was early on, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was like. What the heck is this? No, that I, I think it was like it had to be either the second or the third chapter because I remember reading that, thinking mm-hmm. they're not going to make a second movie just because of this stuff. Like yeah, he, he's exactly. pushing it, he's really pushing it. Um, yeah. Prince is the other one I told you, like that. That one, there's no way they're going to be able to make a movie with Prince because mm-hmm. his estate is so well protected. Like um, mm-hmm. after the, the the Super Bowl after he died, where they wanted to do uh uh. Uh, a halftime show in his honor the 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 state didn't want to do it they didn't want to give him the permission until like the last second i'm like something that was in his honor they didn't want to do <laughs> so imagine mm-hmm. uh, uh a part in a book where they're yes they have a character that has a very uh loving memory of prince and had a very deep connection uh but for the most part the other characters were kind of making fun of prince and even mm-hmm. the the battle there is kind of cartoony, like it's really weird. Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely don't see them doing this with Prince. Uh, maybe another pop no, star or something, but not. yeah, maybe maybe some Britneys, maybe some Britney Spears thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like stuff like that. There's there's no way they're getting the rights to that. Yeah. So overall, I mean, I enjoyed the book, but I if people would ask me like, oh, is this worth reading? I would just tell them, just go watch Sword Art Online. It's the exact same thing. Here. They compared it in, in the freaking book. I know. It's funny. That's <laughs> I was the, reading that part. I was like, Joy. Yeah. This is basically Sword Art Online. And, and they, they referenced it. And they admitted it. <laughs> they admitted it. They yeah. said, this is, this is the scenario um, 
when when uh anorak showed up and he says like uh like i know you humans how you react i've seen those animes i've seen sort of online <laughs> i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah um yeah, it's exact same thing yeah yeah all right so uh, if you were gonna rate this book what would you rate it i i say it's three it's it's not way up there it's it's not a, a great novel it's just i'll put it I'll a put fun it novel to read. ready player one was uh you know literary work i would give it a b plus just the mm-hmm. fun it would bump it up to an a minus this one was mm-hmm. like a c plus yeah this yeah. one's a three i'd say ready player one itself was like probably 3.75 yeah from well, my mm-hmm. ah, that five. still puts it in a c yeah all right Anton. uh well if people want to keep us and i don't know I'm t- I'm so tired. I'm so burned out. Uh, if people want to keep us <laughs> from uh, uh, joining the bad AIs, how can they do that? I don't know. You know. <laughs> they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and maybe purchase something like a sticker, t-shirt, or a hat. And if there was something that we talked about on the show or maybe listed it in any of our social media accounts, there's a link to go to Amazon and it gives us a little kickback. So that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at the 2LC on Instagram, Facebook, and as Anton mentioned on Twitter. You can send us an email to mail at the 2LC. I'm um, sorry, mail at the 2LC.com. And also don't forget to give us a thumbs up or five stars on whatever podcast or app you're listening to us on, preferably on Apple Podcast. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or whatever you have there. Um, and of course, this week, we're recommending, if you really want to read it, you don't have to, uh, that would be Ready Player 2. It's voiced and narrated by Will Wheaton himself, the same as the first book. So if you're a big Will Wheaton fan and love his voice acting, he's very good in this one too. Will Wheaton. Um, mm-hmm. I also throw another another uh, recommendation in there that I feel handled this type of content better. Uh, actually, I think it's a combination now. Uh, from one of my favorite authors, David Simpson, uh, he did a post-human series. Uh, it's four books and it looks like it's an audible for one credit. So the post-human mm-hmm. om- omnibus. You get four books: the subhuman, posthuman, transhuman, and, and human plus. Oh wow! Uh huh. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's a great deal right there. Twenty, almost twenty-five hours of content for one credit. Do it. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap it up, dude. All right. All right, Anton. Uh, for the two OC, I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. See, See you guys. guys. My eyes and body are tired. <laughs> <laughs>